podcast that discusses the quest for happiness and overall self-improvement. I'm your reality coach, Brandon Winstead, and today we're going to take the next step in our journey to achieving that peace of mind and happiness that we're all searching for. There is a cycle that you go through as you are learning to better yourself. And within that cycle, a trap waits for you. If you allow it to do so, it will pull you back in pull you back into depression, sabotage, bad habits, egoic thinking. All of your hard work to become free of despair and anxiety-filled thoughts will be undone, just so you can move back into an old familiar state once more. This is a very dangerous trap, but before I explain what it is, I want to talk about our attention and exactly why it is so important and how it connects to this trap. Just like other addictions and habits, you have to make the choice to turn your back on your mind and natural self. As you begin to break away from your mind, it tries to pull you back in. You see, it dies without you. Your attention to it is its food. Very much like social media and other addictions, they die without your attention. Attention is the most valuable currency we have in these modern times. If we don't give our attention to social media, it dies. If we don't give our attention to the media, then it dies. Very much like our mind, which can be a consistent battle if you let it. If you fail to give it your attention, then it also dies. What is such a silent killer today is silent because it is considered normal. The fact is, Everything around you is constantly grabbing for your attention at all times. Phone buzzes pick it up, TV advertisements, billboards, flashing neon lights saying, come eat here, your to-do list, your addictions to immediate gratifications, and even beautiful people strutting down the street. Most importantly, if we do not give our attention to the narrative, it also dies. The narrative is the politically fueled anger the politically fueled fear, the incessant nationwide anger over one political issue after another. If we as a society turn our attention away from it, then it cannot exist. Everything in this world exists because we focus our attention on it. Now, I'm not saying things do not happen on their own, but these events, their survival continues to thrive because we as individuals focus so much of our attention on them and collectively, as communities and nations focus our attention on them. This happens on an individual level when an event occurs and we cannot let it go. Someone does wrong by us and we focus on it, reliving the event over and over again in our minds. Our bodies feel the pain once more. Our hearts feel the pain once more. Every time you choose to relive that event, it thrives and survives but it only survives in our mind. So here's the trap. The trap stemming from your attention to past negative events or the possibility of future events is to bring you back to your old state, the natural self, the egoic self. As soon as you start doing better, the mind begins to fight for its survival. The mind wants your attention on it, so it will come up with anything it can to bring you back to it. And if you allow it to suck you back, it, it will happen. 
your mind will bring up past events with new information you never considered before. Your mind will take current events and try to spin it in a way that will make you panic over potential threats. Most importantly, your mind will beg you to sabotage yourself because then you are back at square one. You are then starting over with negative events in your life and focusing on all of these events rather than staying focused on the present moment and in a place of peace. I have personally experienced this. I had not felt depressed for so long. I felt free. I felt light and I had become accustomed to feeling this way. Then my mind came in and I listened. I replayed old events in my mind and became angry once more. I became sad, embarrassed. I wanted to know the truth of what happened in those past events. Within a couple of hours, I had fallen into a state of full-blown depression once more. I felt numb and paralyzed. I had no motivation to do anything in the world but sit with my thoughts and let them take over. I couldn't let these past events go. So as I sat there, I felt a weight take over my entire body. It was a weight like I had never experienced before. It was heavy and crippling. However, it was almost comforting to be in that state once more. The weight of my depression felt like a security blanket wrapping its arms around me with a firm grip welcoming me back to it. I realized that this was a weight I used to carry with me everywhere I went. I was so accustomed to having that feeling, it no longer felt like an excess weight. But after so many months of feeling lighter, free, and at peace, the weight was crippling and I wanted out. It was then I had to make a choice and I realized once more that your emotions are a choice. You can choose to continue dwelling on the bad. You can choose to let your mind take over once more, or you can choose to let it go. You can choose to stay focused and stay present. You can choose to look around and realize that in that moment, there is absolutely nothing wrong because it is impossible to have a problem when you are fully in the present moment. Now, I know it's difficult, but I know that if I have the ability to pull myself back out of it, you can too. When you discover that you are something so much more spiritually powerful than the mind and natural self, that right there is a huge success. Because to have gained that awareness for the first time or to regain it is to be present. It is to be aware and it is to succeed. The second part of the trap is to begin experiencing things going right in your life. You begin to notice all these small coincidences and, and things going well in your life and it makes you happy. You celebrate and say, I'm doing it. These things are working. I'm overcoming what I didn't want and I'm bringing into my life what I do want. Everything is finally falling into place for me. Then the mind steps in. It tells you good things have never lasted in the past. Why should they this time? You have never succeeded in the past. Why would you succeed now? And then worry and fear sets in and your mind has you in its grasp once more. The trap is to begin feeling a small taste of success. You begin to panic over loss of this success and then you panic and have fear over losing it. 
you become fearful of losing a promotion that you worked so hard for. You become fearful of a divorce after finally bringing your marriage back to a place of strength. You become fearful of an economic collapse after finally obtaining enough money to thrive. So what happens? You focus on it. You put all of your attention on it and do everything in your power to keep that reality away from your physical life. But as I always say, what you fight continues to breathe life. You sabotage yourself into the bad. And before you know it, you have brought that negative event to life because of your focus and your attention on it. The key is to move your attention away from such thoughts. Don't let your mind overpower you with inconclusive data based on shady past events. Your mind does this to stay alive. It wants your attention focused on it once more. Your old self begs you to surrender to it, to go back to your natural self. Why? Because it died. It wants to be brought back to life. Like so many things in life, I think we all have a bad habit of letting the momentum ease up once we begin to see success and are getting the hang of something. For example, you go to the gym and you work so hard to lose weight. You're eating correctly. You're going to the gym every day, working out as hard as you can. But then you see the weight finally starting to come off or you even reach your goal weight. Then what happens? You ease up. Rather than continue at a consistent pace, you let go, but you let go too much. You begin having cheat meals. Those cheat meals turn into cheat days. You skip a day and then tell yourself you deserve a rest. You earned it. You hit your goal. Um, what will one day off hurt? Then you take another rest and another. And pretty soon you find that you have fallen heavily into old habits and those old habits have overtaken you once more so much so that you gained weight. Sometimes so much so that you feel as though you have to start all over and this becomes so disheartening. So you end up saying to yourself, why bother? People with addictions to drugs or alcohol fall into this similar trap easily. Unfortunately, these addictions can hit you harder than, than most. If it is alcohol, for example, let's say you have given up drinking and you have not had a drink in a year, a huge success, but then you're at a party and you tell yourself that you can have one drink. You have waited long enough. You're in control now. You can have one. One drink turns into two, then 10. The problem is you look at the amount you are drinking once you give into it and you tell your body that you can handle the amount that you used to drink when you drank heavily and it can no longer handle that so you become violently ill the same thing happens with your mind and negative thoughts things are going well for you and you begin to have these thoughts so you succumb to these thoughts for a moment, it almost feels nice and comforting to be able to just release and let go, following whatever path the natural self wants you to follow. But then you do it again and again and again. Before you know it, you're back in a state of full-blown depression, anger, anxiety, resentment, self-sabotage, and other harmful thought patterns. The key to any addiction, like I said, is to turn your back on it. But more importantly, it's to not give it your time and attention. 
So when I quit smoking, the key was to turn away from the cravings entirely and place my thoughts on something else. My breath, the sounds around me, the people walking by, the music playing in the background, anything. I found that the more I focused on my cravings, the stronger it got. I would finish eating, for example, and my body's first reaction was that it is time to have a cigarette. If I sat down and focused on the craving or started speaking to those around me about how I was quitting smoking, then it only became harder to allow the craving to pass because I was focused on it. I was giving it all of my attention, so it continued to breathe life. Rather than pass me by in a few moments, the craving would last for minutes and sometimes hours. Why? Again, because I was focused on it. I would want to show the world how, uh, like how much I was struggling to give it up. I would want to show those around me how strong I was for giving up such a powerful addiction. But it didn't help. It made things worse. Much like the thoughts in your mind, you allow them to slip by unnoticed and through the back door by thinking about not thinking. It's a wonderfully executed setup. You say, that was a bad thought. I shouldn't have those thoughts. I'm still attached to my ego. I need to start doing better. I'm not there yet. I haven't achieved my goal of letting these things go. But then you almost have to smile as you realize you are doing exactly what you are trying not to do by trying not to do it. So with all of these things I mentioned today, the key is to not think about it. Don't focus on it. Don't label things as good or bad. Don't condemn yourself for having thoughts, emotions, cravings, anything. Realize the thought, the craving or emotion, realize it's there and let it go. Don't dwell on it and do not fight it because then you get to keep it. Simply move your attention to something else, something not in your mind. Focus on your breath. Focus on the alive feeling of your body. Focus on the sounds around you, the smells around you, the colors of the walls. Take your mind and your thoughts out of the equation entirely. As you focus on these things, however, do not label them. Do not look at the neon lights as you pass and say, ah, what a pretty color of green. Simply observe. Enjoy the still silence of the mind. And when you can, enjoy the still silence of the world around you. To summarize, be mindful of your attention and your thoughts. This can be helpful in every single aspect of your life. If you don't want it, then put it down and let it go. It's that simple. Whether it is an addiction, behavior, or a mind-manufactured fear over the possibility of future events, let it go. Bring your attention to the now. I hope that this information was helpful and will start to add a positive change to your life. If you enjoyed what I had to say today, please like and subscribe and stay tuned for more episodes to come in the future. Also, if you have questions or a specific topic that you would like me to address in a future episode, feel free to email me at nothingmatters133 at gmail.com. That's nothingmatters133 at gmail.com. Again, my name is Brandon Winstead, and I wish you all a blessed day and night.